0: Gary, yo, (laughs) how are you, my man? I'm good. Good. Good, Yeah. Good to see you. I know you're, uh, I know you're probably new. Um, but, uh, I didn't know if you had officially heard, but I now own Friday night tights. I don't know if you knew that, but, uh,
1: it was a good acquisition for me. It cost me nothing. And, uh, it's been a big earner. I really need to talk to my attorney and my negotiators, mainly (laughs) Jeremy Griggs, (laughs) <laughs> uh who had no power of attorney at all but somehow made it happen yeah i mean if alex
0: jones says so then i also think i am perhaps a 50 percent owner of salty cracker uh according to alex too so i've i had a gr- i've had a great financial month <laughs> it worked out great for you <laughs> yeah That's awesome yeah. yeah so how how have you been i've been uh i'm, I'm happy to see you. i'm glad uh you you're usually probably not uh i guess you do do a show during the day i was like you're usually live on friday nights but uh
1: you do
0: yeah. it yeah your day show I do show. my
1: day shows but I I've, I've been out of commission for like a week cuz I've been sick so this is the first time I've been on the camera in a while actually- well i
0: yeah like you looks like your transition's going well thank um, you
1: yeah for those in
0: the chat uh, i am joined by uh Gary Bukler from Nerdrotic uh and many other op- uh, many other um endeavors but uh his Channel is linked in the description below. If you haven't yet, you, you can find him on Rumble, even though he hasn't uploaded in five months because he's a dick. And then he's also on YouTube.
1: Nasty YouTube.
0: Yeah. Where he just shits out million view videos whenever he's, <laughs> uh, whenever he, whenever he oh, yeah. feels like it.
1: Once cha- in a while.
0: Yeah. Your channel is uh, doing very well. Um, you know, in considering uh, knowing you know this this space that both of us are kind of in uh, is definitely siloed inside of of YouTube. It's very uh, it's very rare to kind of break through and see normies, and you can always tell when like like your Madam Web video definitely was seen by normies. It's like it you know you can always
1: kind of tell when YouTube's like, "Oops, we let one get through." Yeah. <laughs> the but- um. I, and then if you go exactly back and my 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 video like calling out communism in hollywood didn't catch on with the normies yeah well, that's uh, odd yeah almost, yeah it's got hit like got suppressed. hit with absolutely every flag they could possibly get away with without just taking it off so i actually threw it on rumble so
0: yeah probably a good idea probably a good idea to put all your videos on rumble going forward but that's neither here nor there so well, I get we'll, see. Or well yeah see. That yeah, might yeah be. I kinda- Yeah, I heard something something, going on. Yeah, 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 there's a little bit of that's another great acquisition to my media empire. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) What do you make of? um, I kind of the title and what we're going to talk about is a little different. I wanted to talk. I didn't want to force you to talk about, you know, hard politics necessarily. But one thing I did want to talk about was, uh, Madam Web. (laughs) Perhaps it was the most important movie of our time because of the implications of its epic failure what what do you think the the reverberations of perhaps even given a small budget it won't have like a huge loss like the marvels did but it's i mean it's losing money for sure uh what what do you think of the reverberations that people are talking about like oh D- disney's gonna go back to dude bro stuff again What, what what's your level of confidence in that
1: uh well it it's definitely changing something this embarrassment to marvel like runs deep and they they i've talked to a couple people they absolutely hate the sony stuff outside of spider-man they can't stand it but they can't stop it
2: yeah. and they,
1: they can't even suggest to stone sony to not do it because that would they have a very <clears throat> loose tentative deal that rides on like sony's the one in power so they there's nothing they could do with it but they know it does damage to their brand but the the embarrassment of madam webb goes way beyond what i expected i i did not expect to get four hundred thousand views on that review i just did it because it was fun uh because yeah. it was i mean the movie is like bad but it's funny bad it's not like the marvels
0: yeah right? the one thing i thought you know the if people want to equate in my mind this the, the spider verse Although Madam Web was not is not in the Spider Man universe, you have to be. Yeah, that's clear. The um, it's like going out, you know, when when you're single, or if you know, and then like the girl you want is like attractive and hot, and that's Spider Man. But in order to get her, your six friends got to take the four or the five other grenades that are hanging out with her. Yeah, (laughs) that's kind of what. Now I think that there are there's good. But there's a good movie that exists for Venom, for Carnage. Yes. All these things, but they just don't make them. DC is like, we own this shit, but we don't want to make good movies. I mean, other than Batman, you know, they don't care about anything else.
1: No, the, the, there's there's like, there might have even been a good Madam Webb story if you made it like a rated R horror movie or something. Uh, I buy that, that. Yeah. That, that proceeds to our origin of being crippled and blind, which is stupid <laughs> as hell, which is yeah. so funny. Um, but, no, th- this reached the, the cultural zeitgeist because it kind of brought people together and going, yeah, this is really bad and maybe it's just time to end the superhero movie at this point when we're digging up Madam Web who is crippled and old in the comics yeah. and sits in a chair and tells Spider-Man what to do, basically. That, that's what she does. You well, know? and
0: when you have Sydney Sweeney in a movie and you don't have her... No, I know! ...peeled into latex, what are you
1: even doing? Dude, they had the Julia Carpenter Spider-Woman which there's a lot of Spider-Woman but the main yeah. two were Jessica Drew and Julia Carpenter. Yeah, you put Sydney Sweeney in that costume hanging upside down for 2 hours, you're making more money, I'm invested.
0: Yeah, I'm seeing it. I'm yeah. buying action figures, <laughs> I'm buying the I'm buying the uh, DLC screen, you know, gun ca- camo from ca- crossover on Call of Duty. I'm buying all that stuff and they put perhaps one of the most hilarious things is you saw them in the suit. I think basically for eight seconds, roughly, in the entire roughly. movie, and the entire. I I don't know how you do something this bad. I think my my thought was that these are just leftover scripts that they committed to when it was like. Anything they put they shit out was making a billion dollars. Like, you know, people. You know, I think you, know, you can look at Aquaman that movie had no right to make a billion dollars but it was just things were so nuts at that time i mean captain marvel made a billion dollars you know so these are these have to be just like leftover scripts where they're like ah, shit what do we even do with this what do we i guess well cuz you got you had to think they they
1: put no money into advertising it like they they knew this thing was going to tank they actually equaled well the budget was low but they equaled the budget with the marketing which is still pretty low for a big tentpole movie. Yeah. Uh, the director went out there saying that the, the theaters were clamoring for it. And maybe because they're starving right now, I, I can't really see that considering I sat in an empty theater on opening day. And yeah. no, you're so studios need to put out content. That's the point. Now they're putting out content and they're not putting much into it. And without getting going too far down the rabbit hole, you're a nerd, you know the name Tom Rothman. He used to run Fox during the X Men movie mm-hmm. regime. You get some good ones, you get a lot of bad ones. He hates superhero movies, he doesn't give a crap. So that's why, like, Madam Webb wasn't woke, it had the foundation of intersectional feminism for women. Blah blah blah. It was
0: just the, girl power, generic girl power,
1: but it was World like norm, yeah, it was like 90s girl power stuff, yeah. you know, yeah. Uh, and it, it, it was just honestly bad and it brought people together, but it shined a light on Marvel because. The lines are blurred now. Like, can you tell the difference between the Marvels and Madame Web? No, of course not. No, they're both equally as bad. The main <clears throat> actress thought it was a Marvel movie. She yes. referred to. Yes, <laughs>
0: like, it was like, no, this isn't a Marvel movie. She also could not. I mean, that disastrous interview. I wish I would have did a, a video on it, but like, comic book stuff isn't doing that well with my audience these days. And um, but like. Dude, they, they, for those of you that don't know, she, the Dakota Johnson or whatever, you may have known yeah. her from showing her boobs and Fifty Shades of Grey, and that's about it. They they are like, Can you name a Spider Man movie? And she's like, No. Like, how many Marvel movies have you seen? None.
1: Like, Ooh, <laughs> fans are going to love you. <laughs> uh, oh, and then the writers come out and say, There's uh, a web has no backstory. Yeah, uh, yeah, except there and, is a backstory, a deep one. <laughs> yeah. We set the movie in 2003 so we could put toxic in it. It's like, you could still play that song today. I mean, it just, it, it's shockingly it, a, it was shockingly a, uh, transparent because yeah. I, the
0: funny thing is I a hundred percent believe all of that. I believe that they're like, Ooh, I want to make a movie. I want to put toxic in there. Let's build around that. Like, yes. that's, you know, I totally believe that happened. That was their hook. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, Give me $20 million. I'll make you, a, I'll make you a billion. Right. Oh
1: God. It's it, so, it's not going to make any money. And, uh, you know, Marvel's failure. And now we get article article after article at this point. There's a big one in the Hollywood, Hollywood Reporter. Just
0: turned on them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's basically saying, yeah, Mar- Marvel's not rebooting. They're retooling. And that MCU, uh, the it's it called the Rise of the MCU book that came out last year, was filled with information. But there's a quote in there from Kevin Feige from 10 years ago saying, if we ever had to reboot, I would consider that a failure. Well, you're rebooting. You, yeah. You, know, you can call it retooling or whatever the hell you want. Now, the question has to be asked, and I think this is what you ask. Can the, the, the people who created the MCU uncreate it? No, they can't. These are the same people. Uh, the people working on the Fantastic Four movie worked on a bunch of the Phase Four and Phase Five crap mm-hmm. that we put out like Black Widow. So none of it's going to get any better. You're, you're going to hear, we're going to focus on main characters. Yeah, they're going to turn Johnny Blaze game, you know, of course, in black or whatever. it's like, yeah. that's what they're going to do. They're not going to change. So uh, it, it's going to be a long road to failure because they are taking a break and Deadpool three will probably do good. It'll probably do really good. It's just like Spider-Man.
0: It, it, it will do good. You know, even if everything else is shit, Spider-Man does good. Deadpool will do like 800 million, seven, 800 million, probably part of part of it. And by the way, everyone, I'm joined by Gary from Nerdrotic. You can catch him live on Friday nights on his wildly popular Friday Night Tights show that I now own. But also, you do a show during the day with um, Chris as. Gore. Oh,
1: so Chris Gore, do, I do yeah, real Chris BBC Gore. with with uh, with Az from Heel versus Babyface and Mauler, and yeah. then Chris Gore on Wednesday we do the Nerd Nooner. Thanks.
0: So yeah, make sure you tune in uh, as long as I'm not streaming. And um, you know he's got he's building quite the live streaming empire. One thing I noticed. Well, you know, one thing is is certain about bo- the the um the box office to me that it actually has nothing to do with woke or non woke because it's still capable of producing billion dollar movies. We had at least two this year. Um, at, well, at least I'm Oppenheimer is right on the cusp. I it's, don't know close. If I it. it's close. It's close enough.
1: Didn't make it, but it was close enough to call. It. I mean, yeah, it shouldn't have made as much money as it did. It was amazing.
0: Yeah, I know. I couldn't believe how much it made actually because I thought I thought the movie was fine, but not not amazing but um the you know it was but the the, what oppenheimer proved to me and what barbie proved is like oh my god something different okay here i'll give you my money and that's why oppenheimer did as good as it did because it was like oh it's something well christopher nolan carries a lot of weight obviously it does you know it's like oh it's something different
1: but it, but it blew open that whole like we're gonna merge and meld all the genders because gender is a construct and, yeah, like, yeah we're all gonna be like you know people you know n- non-binary people in gray suits uh mm-hmm. living in like uh concrete bunkers eating bugs that's what they want but uh that blew that away because there was a dude movie there was a dad movie and there was a mom movie and they there both a- made a
0: billion and in on the, the same, same week weekend, yeah 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 <laughs> that's that's what like um for me that was such an epiphany where it's like, oh, cinema's actually not dead. Movies are. Yeah. Like people will go to the movie theater to see like something epic. Like Deadpool, for me, I'm all, I know it's like more your job. You, I mean, you s- saw Madame went for crying out loud, but in the theater, but, uh, and probably sacrifice any kind of relations with your wife for some time because that's how you spent Valentine's Day. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, for me even deadpool is barely enough for me to think about like the, the for people that grew up you know got that were on the iv of mcu films for the last 20 years it was like it was an event when it came out now it's just another movie because it's no longer it's just content like you said it's just oh there's a new marvel movie so even deadpool i'm like ah i mean hugh jackman wolverine that could be cool but i'm kind of i'm still kind of like eh. I can stream the whole landscape is different. Like I'll just wait four months and stream it for free. Or like, um, I think the cinema has lost a lot of that FOMO, that water cooler talk like you used to have in game of Thrones where everybody watched that show on Sunday night, because when you went to work
1: on Monday, you had to know what happened. Yeah. And, and and, well, you know, COVID certainly, uh, assisted its demise. Uh, But Hollywood over the last, you know, since 2016, since they all collectively got TDS, uh, even like really talented writers turned to absolute shit and uh, they wanted to become part of the fortification process and start engineering social behavior through freaking entertainment instead of just entertaining people. And then maybe you can get a message across through a really good story, you know, Uh, on the human level. They forgot that it's gotten so bad. Like even there's a mini revolt going on in the freaking writers guild of America of all things right now over Mm. the DEI stuff that's been there. We've been, we've been talking about it for years, years. So Elon posts up one thing that's been on a website for, for two or three years. I was like, I think I did a
0: video on this three years (laughs) ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That sounds familiar, but hey, at least yeah. it's getting out there, right? Uh, but it's a little late. It's like, hey, there's a hole in the Titanic, and I'm in the lifeboat, or you know, that that's that's pretty much where they're at right now. Well, they see the writing on the wall too, with one of the things on my list to talk to you about
0: is is the fact that they they knew that AI was coming for them, and so that was a big negotiating people think it was about the money, but it really wasn't. They knew that. You could take a writer's room in two years. You're going to take a writer's room in a year. You'll be able to take a writer's room that was 15 people, and make it three easy. And I mean, yeah, right. You could probably do that by the end of this year. Oh, it's going to it, affect effects
1: work, it's going to affect gaming. You know, dude, signing. what I think
0: is just going to destroy the video effects community.
1: Like, did you see They're that? Gonna, um, what's de- the one that came out? Um, I forgot the, the name. I know what you're talking about. Dude, it looks. Uh, you're like, I thought that was supposed to be five years from now. Oh, it's happening now. So yeah, the puppy video. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like oh, and they did the comparison of the Will Smith eating spaghetti from two years ago to today, and it's like uh, the effects community and a lot of of people in the gaming community community. I hate that fucking word. I know. People fucking work for gaming in Hollywood are gonna be out of work. They got to be shitting their yeah.
0: They got to be shitting their pants because, like, if if that's where AI leapt in a year, I mean, you're gonna talk about. The video effects that was done by hundreds of people will be done by five dorks who are like understand AI algorithms and understand how they're all going to be right named questions. Shad. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Shad. Shad is AI war. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the, the, it's so weird. And then the writers, I mean, because you could, because it's a double edged sword, I think, because Marvel made a concerted effort to make their movies formulaic never have any stakes you have your three distinct parts well now you're asking to be algorithm you wanted to make it an algorithm well now you got it and now you, you got just it. feed it in
1: and and it and the fight i got to it before um i made some contentious uh <laughs> strike videos uh, i got to talk to um a WGA negotiator through Robert Meyer Burnett, which I'm yeah. eternally grateful for. That'll never I, happen again. No, it won't. But I did hear get a couple, it was a very milk toast interview, but we got a couple of snippets. Like for one, the WGA didn't they they wanted streaming numbers to be transparent, but it wasn't their concern. They just wanted more money up front. And the the, the other because you want to know why because the numbers are low. That's why they yes, nobody wants course. them released nobody because they're incredibly low. Um yeah. The other one was it wasn't to to preserve their jobs. It was a fight over control of AI, not to get rid of it. Who controls it? Yeah. The writer's room wants the tool. They don't yes. want to be
0: replaced by it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I tried to insinuate um, uh, to the guy. I, I tried to do it lightly. I'm like, but don't you think they're using chat GPT already? Like if yeah. I was a writer and I had writer's block, I'd be oh, I'm going to chat GPT that shit just to get me going. You know? Yeah.
0: I talked to a guy yesterday or last week. Um, his name is Casey right now, but he's really deep in AI. I had him on the show. He uses it to write tweets, and he's like, "Yeah, I get like, I, I, I write like a thread. Chat GPT uses writes eighty percent of it. I go back and I, I clean it up, and it, I write a banger tweet in in five minutes instead of twenty or thirty minutes. And that's how I think most people viewed uh, AI as a as an like it was going to replace assistance. But no, it's going to. You think Disney's going to be? Here's the the black pill about AI. It's all going to be owned by Amazon, Google, and the government. Like there's no going to be and Disney. You know, like th- that's who's going to control it all. We saw this hilarious backlash with um Google AI this week where yeah <laughs> everybody was black, and um and it's like you, you uh. know they're like whoops I loaded in the DEI too early the, but the in in Hollywood there is so little that they do that is original and interesting. And it's always when I see something original and interesting, that's when I feel like I'm not, I feel compelled to go see it in the cinema. Even if I'm like, ah, eh, it's only going to be okay. Like I remember paying to see midsummer. I was like, ah, eh, it's probably gonna be okay, but at least it looks different. and like, I have yeah. to go pay to see this movie. And it was bizarre. Um, it was okay. Um, it was just different. That was a long time ago, but I just remember being like talking to my wife, and she's like, "Eh, why don't we just wait till it comes out?" I'm like, "No, we got to go see it in the theater. Otherwise, they'll stop making, they'll stop taking risks. That's why there's a dozen Fast and Furiouses.
1: Like, yes. there's no risk. No, and it's algorithmic, and it's the corporatization, and we're seeing the old studios full. That's why I went and saw The Northman in theaters. Me too. Like exactly. God, I need to see. It. Like that is the kind of movie I want to see in theaters, and I loved it by the way.
0: Um, yeah, very good. Alexander Skarsgard. Fucking just oh, yeah. awesome dudes. So, yeah. what a great family? His brother is I know, a right? great actor too. He plays it. And like I think he does he goes great in that. He's like, gonna be the
1: crow. I don't know about that, but yeah, he's gonna be the crow. Not <sighs> everything needs to get rebooted. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no. I no. I remember no. I feel like I haven't I haven't rewatched the
0: crow, but I wonder, I feel like it's a product of its time. I feel like if I watched it now, I'd be like, this is gay. But I, I don't know. Maybe it would be holds good. up.
1: It does up. Oh, okay. banger of a soundtrack. Yeah. You could, you definitely see the edits where, you know, Brandon Lee was not alive. Yeah. Uh, well, you know that now. Yeah. Yeah. But it's such a an ethereal, dark, like it doesn't even take place on our world kind of thing. The kind of thing they did back in the 90s that right. uh, to me, it completely holds up coming out in 4k pretty soon. All right. Finally. Maybe
0: I'll wait for that to rewatch. One of my all-time favorites. Then.
1: Yeah. I watched it when I was I think it came out when
0: I was pretty young. I was like Twelve or thirteen, maybe. I feel like watching God, it. You're a baby. I know. Yeah, I was, yeah. Was you're the grandpa of the community. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The I feel like it did, but I remember watching it at the time, and I was like, oh, I've never seen anything like this. And then I was like, Oh wait, Sting. Then Sting started to try to look like the Crow. Remember that era where like yep. Sting the Wrestler? I was like, Wait, he's ripping off the Crow. Um, but the yeah, it'll be interesting to see. One thing, um. I was going to ask you too, because it was pretty, um, pretty thought provoking. Um, Drinker put out a video yesterday, like the end of the girl boss. Yeah. Great and, video. Uh, yeah, very good, very good video. The, I don't, th- to me, when I watched it, I was like, no, the girl boss isn't going anywhere. But um, I-, I think it was a little bit of hopium. I was like, well, how many times can, I, I think I had, I forget who I had on, but I asked basically the same question, I'm like, how many times can theaters lose 200, you know, these companies lose $200 million. And I think Alex Jones was like that forever. They don't care. And I was like, dude, come on. They got to care. Like how many bombs can they put out in a row before they're just like, well, if we're going to make a Wolverine movie, you better be kick-ass. You better not be, you know, a gender. Like at some point they've got to, you know,
1: give up on it. They, right? they have to care. Yes. Uh, I disagree with our boss, Alex, who apparently yeah. gives us all orders. Um, I disagree wholeheartedly. Uh, they could not care while investor money is flowing in and this yeah. whole streaming thing. And it and it's it was like uh, the, the dot com boom. Right. Right. Back. Yeah. And, and and the and the and the later tech bubble. Uh, it was a bubble. It's burst. So now they care. Now, when when drinker, I'm going to. You know, I can't totally speak for drinking. But when I say like the MCU is dead or Marvel is dead, I mean it. They're still going to make MCU crap for a little while. They're still going to make it for three more years. But where it's dead is with the with the normie, with the general audience. The numbers prove it. It's done. You saw that decrease from the beginning of phase four until it hit rock bottom with the Marvels. And because they saw that decrease, they were forced. It was a panic move to, to they weren't. If, if you were smart and marvel the minute you owned x-men you make an x-men movie you why a, isn't there two or three of them already there should have been three no yeah we get shang chi and all this other shit and it, yeah. and they were forced to make a deadpool 3 and bring hugh jackman back he said he would never come back until they backed that brink struck at him and good for him but uh and then they're forced to put a costume on him like yeah yes that that is their way of trying to bring people back but it will just bring people back to Black Falcon, Captain America, which will follow that. Agatha is coming out later this year. Nobody's going to care about either one of those. Nope. The, uh, we still have Ironheart. We still
0: got all this crap. Nobody cares out. about Ironheart. Yeah. The, well, the, the other thing is what, um. Where, I mean, I 100% agree with you. And then I would add, the real problem is downstream where there's no longer any reason to pay for Disney Plus. Because like a lot of people, it's like, oh, I'll pay for Disney Plus because I'll watch the Marvel movies when they come off. Well, if I don't give a shit about those, like Marvel, Disney managed to blow up Star Wars. Yes. I mean, they killed it. I don't care about anything Star Wars related anymore. And it's like, dude, all you had to do was not fire Gina Carano. And all you had to do is not put out 700 series at once. And it's like, nope, got to do that. Got to make content. Oh, we got to make a Loki show. We got to make a. am like. They oversaturated the market, and now it's like, oh, there's a Star Wars movie. Yeah, big deal. It's another, it's another year. It's another Star Wars thing. That's it's no, there's no, it's not an event anymore.
1: Nope, it's it's not even. Spe- it's so bad that Mark Ruffalo came out and said essentially what you just said. Like it's not uh, special anymore. Yeah. Uh, there's too much D plus stuff. There's also you know too many idiot actors uh, letting us know who they are. You know, uh, back in the old days, uh, the actor yeah, should be. Media. Up- Pre-social media, the actor used to be a persona. Marilyn Monroe was a persona created by the studio, and they would have agents protect Harrison Ford used to not do a lot of interviews. Yeah. Now we know why, because he's a stoner idiot. Yeah. Um, we love him. We love Indiana Jones, but he's a stoner idiot. Yeah. And uh it, it would keep a mistake. He uh, the, the what they used to put out there was Harrison Ford likes to like wants you to know his character and not know him first, which is genius. And that was his agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but unfortunately social media has blown that away. And now we, we know them and we can't, so it's really hard to separate. When I see Mark Ruffalo, I well, just look see... at Mark Hamill. Like
0: oh, I, I can't, I can't watch. I mean, even his voiceover, he was one of the better, I think voice actors for Joker. And I was like, uh, ah, can't, can't enjoy it anymore. Cause I know, I know you're a huge asshole. There's a video that came out yesterday about Drew Carey. Like Drew Carey was having a TDS meltdown. He's like, everybody I have all these people that were even at the Capitol, even if they were just there and they needed to go to prison and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, bro, didn't, weren't you on the Drew Carey show? You had like, I liked that show. I I, I liked you. He used to be I, right wing. <laughs> I <laughs> he know. He used to be yeah. right wing. So did yeah. Tom
1: Arnold, by the way.
0: Tom and, Arnold did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 The, uh, a lot of these people in Hollywood, uh, you know, are secretly, but if you start saying stuff, the money stops, they've been trying to do that to Chris Pratt, just because the guy goes to church. He's never said anything overtly right wing. He attends a church, which is all they had on him. And they're like, you know, the, the left has been trying to like a Republican jacket him for years. He does not strike me as a guy. That's very political. He just doesn't. And uh, also I don't care. I don't care. 99% of the bands that I like would probably never. Like if they found out I was going to their show, they'd put out a tweet and be like, fuck this guy. I hate him. You know, like most of the bands I listen to are like, very left you know in there i wish i didn't know that i wish i just enjoyed your music i wish i just somewhere along the line someone convinced actors we gave a damn about who they were instead of who they play and that's where things fell apart
1: yep and it fell apart for them and now there's like the cope is starting to happen they're like uh natalie portman came out and basically acknowledged that kids don't want to be actors anymore they want to be on tiktok which is frightening enough but uh that's that's the reality that that the being a movie star, being in a scripted film will never go away, but it's no longer the top form of entertainment. It's not remember uh kids used to want to be rock stars mm-hmm. and they wanted to be actors, and now they want to be on social media.
0: It's the number one job uh yeah. that high schoolers want to do is YouTube or TikTok. You know, they want to be social media influencers. You know, and by the way, you know, like for example, a, a random neurotic episode with a million viewers gets as many viewers as Jimmy Kimmel. Like, yes, Jimmy's on every night and he might average a million viewers, but like, you know, your last, your Madden Web, web episode gets as many views as, as Jimmy Kimmel, a production that cost, you know, I don't know, $100,000 a night. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, millions oh, and millions. team of writers. Yeah, t- yeah, exactly. And you're just, uh, you know, one very old guy in his mm-hmm. room full of toys. And they, you know, I think that... No shame to my game. Hey, no, I I get it. I, I mean, own it, man. You know, I, I think that that's... <laughs> the well i think that the funny thing is not that you know because everyone loves when youtubers and content creators talk about money but um if you look at like the profit margin studios wish they had our lives oh my god yeah (laughs) (laughs) they have to spend a hundred they have to spend 400 million to make a few million like it's like if i put out a video of flops i lose nothing like i like oh yeah i'm but you know and and there's yeah, it, it's, it's wild when you have, oh, by the way, I was reminded of your toy, that person that's like, you don't even watch Dr. Who. And then you responded. With <laughs> that. <laughs> that was so great. I kind of, uh, from the Mary too. Ing- that was, yeah, crazy. yeah. The, um, I think that I, I kind of stopped engaging with those people, but that was, uh, that was very,
1: very, I was, normally that don't, dog. that was the lowest hanging fruit in the world. And <laughs> yeah. uh, I was like, I got to pick pick that one.
0: Well, oh, and you know, they just, they, most of these people, you know, they watch the shows that ideologically align with them, yeah. not shows that they like. So they—they they, that's why I always used to say this about Batwoman. I'm like, there's a reason every Sunday night it's trending on Twitter. And then when you look at the ratings on Monday, they lost another 100,000 viewers. These people are not real. They're on Twitter. They're bots. They don't buy shit. They don't pay to see your stuff. They have their mom's Netflix account. And then they spend their lives talking about that shit online. And so Disney thinks like Disney probably thought there were hundreds of thousands of people that were genuinely offended by Gina Carano's tweet when it was really a few hundred with a bunch of alt accounts who are terminally online, who've never bought Disney. Don't pay for Disney plus don't. And then they reacted to it. You know, it's like, this is what you get. That's part of the reason our films suck.
1: Yes. Uh, Did you see the protest? Uh, drunk 3PO did have made a video about it the you know remember that's uh, a couple of cosplayers in Canada wanted to yes. protest her appearance yeah. Yeah. So yeah drunk 3PO went out to the protest it was five people
0: Oh okay it was five people expected. yeah yeah they had uh, they posted up like banners or um yes. flyers and stuff that they, they were look really exactly
1: how you expect them to look
0: and meanwhile Gina Crono has 300 people in line waiting to pair for yep. an autograph yep. you know yeah the, uh, that's them um, That's, but that's the perfect personification of, you know, those people probably have a bunch of alt accounts. They sit in a discord and like, you know, jerk each other off to horse porn. And then they're like, (laughs) let's uh, everyone like and retweet this right away because it's super important. She's literally killing trans people and none. And then really nothing happened other than a shitload of people canceled Disney plus shitload of people said, I'm done with the Mandalorian. And I'm sure there's a reason. One of the most frustrating things for my channel, and, and probably for yours too, is that they don't release ratings anymore. Because mm-hmm. that used to be like easy pickings. Whatever, yeah. whenever it came out, like, oh, here's the new ratings on Batwoman this week. Whoa. Wait, wait, wait! I have this. Here, let me check the ratings on Batwoman this week. Ah, I mean, yes. Like, yeah, like <laughs> uh, it'd be it'd be easy. Every, oh, here's another show that's terrible. Oh, look at their ratings; they're tanking. Then suddenly they're like, oh. Well, we're going to get rid of ratings and we're going to get remember Netflix first did it. They got rid of reviews um, because they want to gaslight people and be like, oh, you really want to watch this Amy Schumer stand up, which is I think I think the Amy Schumer stand up is what got rid of the yeah, ratings on Netflix best.
1: got rid of the, the down vote. Yeah.
0: And then Brie Larson's Captain Marvel is why Rotten Tomatoes completely changed their system. It's like, well, <laughs> what do you mean people don't like it? Now, I I admit. People do. I have never in my life like gone out of my way to leave a negative review for something I've never consumed. I don't, but I know people do it. Yes. But the media always forgets. You know, you look at the the pie chart, and it's like, well, there's. I remember um, what's his name, Director X, who uh, was whining. <laughs> I did an interview with him. I never uploaded because it, it was really boring. Um, and uh, he was very nice, like he's very cordial. I just the interview was kind of like boring, and I didn't interview. It. I didn't upload it, but. He's like, look at all these people review bombing my show. There's like 501 stars. I'm like, yeah, but bro, there's a 1,010 stars and it's not even out yet. So, so they're also positively review bombing your show or you don't care about that. Yep.
1: And, and I, I guarantee you, if you just look at it practically that, well, it's probably in the company's best interest to maybe farm out a little money to a third party company that might flow out some positive reviews on those uh and uh because they they have a financial interest i would believe that more than a guy hiring a bot farm to to (laughs) just downvote brie larson's captain marvel because he hates it Uh, yeah you know th- there's review bombing on both sides it equals out and it's it's I mean, what's the what's the audience score for madam web right now if it's anything above like 5 it's ridiculous it was actually quite high when it i saw it it was super high when i saw yeah. it like
0: 66% yeah it was like, um it's 56 now but see here's another thing that they do by the way everyone uh, i am joined by gary from nerdrotic you can catch him friday nights on friday night tights uh, his channel is linked in the description below uh, his Rumble channel but he's also on YouTube at at nerdrotic um and uh Twitter by I think it's nerdrotics plural on Twitter yeah um and story. then the um so give his stuff a follow excellent he does a live stream yes, real man. BBC with as from heal versus babyface shout out to as he has inspired me to get healthy too don't tell him that because his ego you know it doesn't he doesn't need it but yeah um, it really doesn't he also does a show with Chris gore of film threat I think is is his gig right Yep. Um. So this dude's live all the time. One thing I noticed here's so first they started kind of suppressing user reviews, but then they started doing this little thing, which I don't know if you can see, but maybe I can zoom in. Yeah, it's fifty six, but only five hundred reviews. Yeah. So there's so they there's... hold back tons of negative reviews and they release them in batches is What they started doing, they do.
1: Captain Marvel, there's verified you have to like have your movie ticket, or I don't even know what that it doesn't apply to television though. So if you go to all audience, it goes down a little more 43 yeah. percent still a little high, still too but, high. Yeah. But maybe of the 10 people who watch this movie who weren't YouTubers, uh, maybe they'll I don't know, but uh, it, and and yeah, once in a while we agree with the critics, you know, it, it happens. You well, know? and I yeah thirteen percent. maybe not for the same reasons but yeah, yeah. well
0: what i'll say this too is and, and i think you would probably admit this too you know sometimes my wife gives me shit like you know how you'll be watching something and you'll see like oh it's like i famously i'm like oh fuck during the batman when there was like that stupid throwaway line about white privilege yeah i was like here we go <laughs> like, like and like my wife's like dude so like sometimes, so I admit sometimes when I watch something and I'm like, oh, the movie was two hours and 30 minutes of movie I liked. And there was one throwaway cringe SJW line. She's basically like, don't be such a bitch. Like, don't let it ruin it for you. But it's hard when you like live in this world. You're, when we watch stuff, we're looking at different stuff than, than normies. So like the normies giving this movie a 50%, again, out of just five, well, if we look at the all audience, 43%. It's probably not that crazy. Like they're just like, oh, it's a dumb. I mean, who saw this movie? Thirteen-year-old girls and and you and your wife. So, you know, I... it's hard sometimes to to enjoy modern cinema when it's we've in... been so tainted.
1: It's it, for yeah. It's not cinema, and it, we have <laughs> sure. we yeah. have been tainted. But so is Hollywood, and and it's become so laughable. Uh, you know, yeah. For one. You know, my wife does that once in a while, too, but that's only between the time she's asking me what's about to happen in the screen five minutes later. Like, why is he doing that? I'm like, well, why don't you watch the show? Uh, find out. Yeah. But no, You're uh, one of those guys, huh?
0: Yeah, I You got to watch it by yourself one time and then you bring the lady. That's,
1: yeah. you know, that's usually how I do it. So I get my 50 questions during it that all get answered. Yeah. <laughs> if you watch <laughs> the movie. Yeah. Okay. it's neurotic. Uh, no, uh, no, yeah, uh, not a sensitive uh, issue at all yeah, no, no. <laughs> uh but um with with how much it's been tainted and so predictable there's a trailer i, I don't know if you're aware of it chrissy uh mayor uh, actually disbru shared it with us yesterday uh in our super secret fnt group uh oh, there's yeah. a max series coming out called the girls on the bus yeah, and yeah, it's about a bunch it. of w- women reporter and I think one of them's supposed to be Candace Owens who works for Fox or something like that yeah. and she's the black woman who works for the racist and bigoted and it's like it's all propaganda I mean it's just pure propaganda and it's it will be the most predictable movie ever anything that is that is uh, anything with identity politics or intersectional feminism there's only three ways that movie can go uh, it's either a uh, duplicitous man uh, a weak man or a woman who was held down by a uh, a man who was always powerful to begin with. She just had to not be held down by a man anymore. That's pretty much it. Yeah. There, there is your there is your souffle of uh, of woke entertainment, and uh, so it's easy to pick out. Yes, when I see the one. I mean, aside Batman, the Batman's third act was shit too because it, keep, it was the, bad. The yeah. Riddler is an incel, and, and they yeah. just did that incel thing in the boys. So maybe we watch too much media and we see, like, similar patterns. Uh, I think Dude, by the way, point.
0: I loved his character um, until kind of that.
1: Until part. he had the spur out at the end, yes. Yeah, the spur out at the end fucking ruined him. Dude, I was like, And he only dude. had, like, 500 subscribers, and he was, like, this mastermind <laughs> so Yeah, somehow right. rent vans and blow up a city. <laughs> it's just
0: like, okay. It was a weird tie-in. It it was very immersion-breaking, which is a huge... Like, when that shit ha- I don't even like fourth wall breaks. Like, like even when Deadpool does it, which is universally liked, I don't like it. I'm always like, ah, oh, oh yeah, I am watching a movie. Like I kind of like to. I know that's nitpicky, but that's just for me. I just my personal taste. I don't care for him, you know. Yeah. Like when they look at the camera... like Zach Morris on Saved by the Bell, you always look at the camera. Yeah. You were probably too old when that show came out, but the um very too old. Yeah, that was my first first crush all day, Kelly Kapowski. Like that's no doubt. She's uh She turned out to be not a trash human, I think, too. She just kind of acted in a few things and went away. That's what I want from a Hollywood actors. Mark Paul Gosselaar did the same thing. Acted in a few things, went away. Perfect. I don't want you hanging on. And by the way, now, I think Hollywood just has a a clone machine. Here's a a theory I just came up with right now that's definitely true. Do you remember the episode? What was the episode where uh, clones didn't have belly buttons? Do you remember the show where you could tell if they were a clone, if they didn't have a belly? I don't
1: remember that chat
0: chat will will bail us out. Yeah. Um, my theory, um, I feel like it was like the Simpsons or something. Um, I don't know a lot of people. Oh, that's actually a scientific thing because they didn't have an umbilical cord. Oh, I I remember from like, uh, I remember from like, uh, a TV show anyway. Um, my theory is that clones have belly buttons, but their eyes get further and further apart. And like, (laughs) that's why we're getting all these, you know, uh, 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 Rachel Zegler, black Rachel Zegler, um, Halle Bailey. And then, you know, there's going to be probably like an Asian Rachel Zegler, which her eyes will be even further apart. And, and they're all the same. They all say the same bullshit. Although it's going to be interesting to see Rachel Zegler on tour. You know, I can't wait for pro Palestine Rachel Zegler to be on a press tour with Gal Gadot. Oh, that would be great. Be, oh,
1: he's so good. wonder if they're going to separate those two? That'll be funny. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy too. It's that's. Uh, I think that's you know it's either that it's clone or alien human half uh, half breed. It's one of the yeah two.
0: yeah yeah yeah. It's something like there's some look. That you know all these new Hollywood and they all blow ass. Like I don't understand. Well, I do understand it, but if you peel away the layers, one thing Director X did tell me about, and I'll give him his Director X moniker, he did gripe between us, and this is something I I think he said publicly, so I'm not like outing him. He basically acknowledged that there's tokenism in directors in like Disney and stuff. Like, like you hire Nia Dacosta who had directed jack shit, who had directed a terrible Candyman movie, which was about gentrification, and you give her the marvels?
1: Like, <laughs>
0: I, a full of $300 million. Like, these act, these directors do nothing. It's, it's all done by whatever, you know, Disney just handles it. They're like, oh, let's get a diverse director who has no input whatsoever, and then um, we can say she's black. The actors are the same. Rachel Zegler keeps getting work. Let's look at her filmography. She was in a musical that lost two hundred million dollars. Uh, this, um, what was it, um, West Side
1: Story, a Spielberg, Spielberg film. Spielberg film.
0: I, I'm pretty sure that number is accurate. They lost it lost between one hundred and fifty and two hundred million dollars. Then she gets Snow Brown, and then she gets The Hunger Games. Why? I, this woman has not earned anything, and like she's and she in, was in Shazam too. Oh, she was also in Shazam too a a financial chance. disaster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that too. Another so every movie she's been in has been a financial. well I think the hunger Games at hunger least Games eked even. out, but like yeah.
1: and she won Best Action Star for well, the People's she, Choice Awards. That that wasn't some sort of cope, yeah. That was
0: uh yeah, definitely better than Keanu Reeves, better than Tom Cruise, better sure. than uh Chris Pratt, better than now. I admit John Four was not a great movie. But he threw himself down a I liked it. I'm it not was saying silly. I like yeah. it. it's like my theory on John Wick is the same as Jurassic Park. To order them best to worst, you simply need to go in order. Go in order. Yeah. Like John Wick 4 is still a fine popcorn film, apolitical. I I wish it had more character but it was literally just one long action scene it
1: was a big long action scene i
0: just wanted a little more like exposition. For a really long movie <laughs> yeah yeah and it was long and it was like almost like you get burned out i always say that about like stepbrothers people say like stepbrothers so great and it is but i get like joked out halfway through like i'm like okay it, i mean like holy shit yeah it's funny but it's i've been like it's been a, an hour long of like quips and and jokes and that's kind of how i felt about john wick Four. it was like yeah it's cool i like keanu reeves he's apolitical it's cool oh now he's got a blind guy who's supposedly fighting him which is stupid and then like i mean if it wanted to be realistic he would just like chop Donnie his Yann. head
1: off what's that i like that again so yeah, yeah. I, I i but he's not a superhero no you're supposed he's to be regular men. They, no they're superheroes now like they straight oh. up they have they have uh suits that are bulletproof and that's nobody, true and nobody shoots each other shot a hundred times yeah. Nobody, sh- like, nobody bothers shooting anybody in the head so you know.
0: yeah not even by accident like <laughs> I, yeah i do remember that nightclub scene where i was like oh okay i think that was in the th- second or the third where i'm just like okay c- come on like yeah nobody john wick gets a hundred headshots nobody can t- nobody even hits him in the neck or the lower leg or no. like. Nothing. No
1: arteries or anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that that is true. It has gotten like more and more ridiculous. But um, I, I give John Wick a pass. That's fine. But um, or you know Tom Cruise does still at sixty most of his own stunts. Nothing. You know. Although that movie flopped hard. I think it the did. I think the name did not help it at all. Yeah. I think they even renamed it. They re, the renaming the, they did the next one. Yeah, that was just like the. Instead of calling it Harley the Harley Quinn movie, you call it Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn.
1: Right. Yeah, Part <laughs> One. See- yeah, Part they need to, they need to get rid of the parts. Uh, even no. though we have Dune Part Two coming out, but Hot yeah, tape, don't care about Dune. Don't yeah. care about it. No, it's it's not for everybody. I I don't like I've I i do not like the book. I've tried to get through the book multiple times, but I did like I do like the movies.
0: I will I and it's not that I like I watched the first movie. And I was like, "Okay, that was cool." My, I think my gripe is that I only got half the story, and now I have to go back and rewatch. Yeah, the ending. Yeah, the ending was not good, and I'm like,
1: oh, "Now I have and to it's, rewatch it's, another three hour movie." It's to watch Uber another movie. sci-fi. It is like dialed to eleven sci-fi. It's very stark, and yeah. it's like it's very alien. And I love that stuff, but it's definitely not for everybody.
0: Yeah, I yeah, when I watched them, I I didn't see it in the theater. I watched it at home. And I, it's not like I thought it was a bad movie. I was just kind of like, this is it. But then like, I think when the second one comes out and it comes out on streaming, I'll rewatch them like back to back so I can get the whole kind of story. Yeah. Maybe I just might kind of like the goldfish brain where like, there's too much going on. I do nothing about the world going in. So I had no member berries. I had no idea who anyone was. It might, I might need to give it a, get a, uh, give it a, uh, another watch.
1: But uh, I think watching I the it IMAX, thing, it was pretty freaking amazing to watch it in IMAX. But you knew the story going in.
0: Yes, so I think like for me, and combining that with the fact that I knew it was gonna not be the whole movie, I think the whole time back in my mind, I was like, oh, none of this matters. You so have to wait three more years to get satisfaction Uh, at the
1: time we didn't know if we were getting one because it went straight to streaming it wasn't uh they did release it in theaters too but like it went pretty much straight to streaming and we're like we don't know if we're getting the second part the funny part is that movie cost 120 million dollars. i was gonna say that was yeah budget wise that's about 40 million more than madam webb that's about $80 million less than the Marvel's initial budget, which very smart money. Yeah. Uh, initial budget, we could actually say it's $180 million less than the uh, ultimate budget of the Marvels. So it's pretty Well, amazing. yeah, they
0: hit it in these UK write-offs. Yeah. But, like, yeah, they like to say that. Yeah, right. I think they had, like, basically $80 million free dollars from the government in uh, Germany or, or something along those lines. And it was like, okay, well, you, that, that makes it worse. Like, yeah, I, I, I like that movie. Yeah. Well, I wanted to, um, I know you've got a lot going on today. I, I don't like to keep guests longer than an hour because I know you got to make your own money too, but I do want to remind people I'm joined by Gary from neurotic. Um, his channel is linked in the description down below. If you are an exclusive rumble watcher, he he's here on rumble and he's definitely going to maybe be, uh, uploading again at some point on rumble here. He also has his youtube channel which puts out excellent um i would call them video essays i don't mean that in a negative way they're no, they're right. much more researched and like thought out scripted than the kind of videos i put out which is why he gets a million views on his videos and i get a tenth of that but um yeah they're 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 all worth watching so if you're just meeting gary today make sure you check out his channel give it a subscribe and uh you know he he covers all kind of like the hollywood nonsense obviously he's got his friday night tights which is one of the biggest live streams on Friday night in the on the planet. Um and and definitely something you should be tuning into on Fridays. He's got the real BBC with as from Heel versus Babyface and the what's the show called with Chris Core? Nerdrotic Nooner with Chris Core. Nooner, which I assume is at noon. It's at noon, Central. Yes. Oh, so are we are we?
1: Are we in your time slot right now? No, it's on Wednesdays. It's only oh, on, on Wednesdays. Okay. Only perfect. on Wednesdays. Yeah. Okay. I can't do that daily stream thing. Yeah. making it's, like, it's a balance of making videos and streaming. So.
0: Yeah. It has been a bit of a grind going to the, the daily stream. But then on the first of the month, I'm like, oh, okay. Eh. That's why, that's you, used why to you do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get used to it. Yeah. Oh look, there's our Gavin episode, which is not available on YouTube, but has oh, yeah. been, it has been edited. <laughs> where little Gavin's yeah. little Gavin makes an uh, yeah, he pulls to make his an dick appearance. out on the stream. We will have to
0: watch the whole thing all four hours to find exactly where it is. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's Gavin is a is a wild dude. Uh he's uh you know when I when I watched him talking about like nerd shit, I was like, dude. I mean, like he was like above it all, or whatever. But um, I think he, I think he does have some good insights into culture, especially you know with his past. Uh, he he was also
1: completely aware of what he was doing. He was trying to be a provocateur, and I think of it course. does create a good conversation because it did later on. And it's something uh, I've talked about forever. You have talked about it's uh, you know those those our our pundit friends in the right uh, on the right are culturally retarded for the most part. Yes, they are. And they they need to not be because that's how they lose. Yeah, uh, that's
0: if you look at uh I won't name names, but uh there are many people that often there offer their opinion for, in Big Con that are complete retards. Yes. Like uh uh dumb should not and like for a long time I thought it was a bit it's not. These people don't know cinema. They I remember there were big, you know, I remember when the Daily Wire was you know completely ignoring Marvel movies. Until, like, basically Brie Larson. Then then the, until the Captain Marvel thing, and they saw all of us getting, you know, getting big, then they started to care. And then usually when somebody has some hot take on modern media or music, which is even worse. Or video right, games. Yeah, or it, video games. They uh, still are boomer cons about video games. Yeah, yeah, it's... They need to not be that. That's why you need to watch Nerdrotic, everybody. And with that, um, I'm going to stay live for a bit, but I'm going to let Gary Buechler... Get out of here and um go work on another video. Are you live tonight? What do you got going on next that people can look forward Friday to Friday
1: night tights tomorrow with Dis We're gonna talk about all the Disney stuff. Shout out Dis Brew coming out
0: of nowhere. I kind of thought that our space was saturated. You know kind of how that goes. Like, yeah, it's once there's like a core group of creators, you don't really get a new one. Like I've always said this like there's never gonna be another Tim Pool. There just won't be. Like there's no room, people will, you know, but he kind of took he took uh The Rings of Power um the ringling a ding dong and and has done excellent work so just shout out to I know that he's anxiously awaiting season 2 which I'm starting to wonder if we're ever going to get uh, Rings of Power Yeah uh, yeah not not this year.
1: We're not getting it this not. year. We're definitely huge, not sure.
0: By the way, huge fuck up. Now now you're going to have a year between you have to <laughs> rebuild all that hype. I I, I think that somebody you know behind the scenes somebody got fired like there is yes there's that show came out and it was fucking terrible every bit of every bit every bit of it from the promo. When, remember they flew in all those YouTubers at the
1: castle uh <laughs> courage that like everything they did was wrong. Dude. When, when the guy got caught, this is by Jay Longbone, by the way, when the yeah. guy got caught at the premiere, pissing in the corner, yeah. at The yeah. premiere, you're like, Oh, you're screwed after this, dude. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there is no saving that show no. at all. And it sucks. But for some, you know, for me, it's easy to not care about it because there are no characters I care about. Like, Th- they ruined Galadriel for one of my of favorite
1: characters in literature, by the way. Galadriel. Yeah, I'm saying,
0: like, yeah. but outside of her, I'm like, oh, it's not like they remade and they destroyed Frodo. So I'm like, okay, like, uh, I'll just not watch. Now you have to watch because there's too much money to be made making fun of it, but like, f- f- it was very easy to not give a shit about that show. And it was, sur- you know, surprise, uh, I, you know last thing surprise hit was the game of thrones prequel yeah for all like the kind of like whitewashing or blackwashing they did of characters and a lot of the woke stuff around it, that show killed
1: it, it killed it, it, yeah well, even the race swap character they like explained in such a logical way yeah they, they covered like, for oh, it yeah it actually worked <laughs> it actually really worked and yeah. uh yeah i thought it was gonna be shit i thought it was gonna be total shit I was like, I'll watch this first episode, and I'll probably bounce out after, you know. And I was like, oh damn, it's pretty good.
0: And they were doing like 10 million viewers. They were doing, yes. they were, they were doing more viewers than
1: than Lord of the Rings, and it was like yes. not even close. And they're well, done. They they shot at the same time. They both had to deal with the strike, and they yeah. both had exemptions because they were in the UK. They finished essentially the same time. We haven't heard anything from Rings of Power. We've already gotten a trailer for House of Dragon. We got a release date it's coming out in <laughs> August. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well <laughs> they that's
0: won. they know how to run shit and Amazon yep. is still kind of goofy. Thank you so much, Gary. Everyone, Thank make sure you, you go check out Nerd Rodics channel. Thanks, chat. Yeah, and um, and we'll we'll yeah, we'll talk, dude. We'll see you on Friday. I'll be tuning in for Friday Night Tights. Right on, brother. We'll talk soon. Take All care. Right, Bye-bye. Good afternoon from Antons in Roanoke, Texas. Uh, free shipping under Biltong with code the Q on Biltong US. I thought it was Biltong USA. BiltongUS.com and AntonUSA.com. Look out for Antons and Denton opening in the next six to eight weeks. By the way, Anton, I gave you a shout-out yesterday, even though you weren't here. Not that you owe me anything for that. I'm just saying. I was I was looking out for my boy, Anton. The um. It's it's definitely a a wild time out there, isn't it? I I think you're going to see Nerdrotic on on uh, on um, Rumble soon, but uh, you'll have to stay tuned for that. I think his show would do very well. I think his show would do very very well. Dooby dooby doo! I knew it! I knew it so much! Oh, yeah, it was biltongusa.com. Um, some interesting stuff going on. I'd like to switch. I'd actually like to switch. I'd like to switch
3: screens, but I can't. Let's try this. Doobie dooby doo. Let's try this. Doop boo
0: doop boo doop boop doop 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 boo doop boo doop boo doop boop. Alright, so let's add stop screen. Present.
3: Oh, you know what I'm going to do?
0: I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to attempt to switch.
3: To switch. Let me see if I can do this. I'm going to attempt. It may. We may lose
0: the stream momentarily. But I'm going to attempt to switch to Streamlabs desktop.
3: What are the odds? What are the odds? If it goes out, like, it'll come right back. Let's see. Here we go. I should be back. Now, one thing that didn't work.
0: All right. Sherry. Ay, 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 may, ay, yeah, we're good.
3: Uh, you can stay in the locals chat.
0: You could stay in the locals chat, um, but it did not restart the stream there. But I have lots still to talk about. Okay, let's talk about the news. Sherry, hey, Amy, hey, Amy. Hey, 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 me, hey, me. All right. Yeah, locals is very sensitive. I had a feeling it would show that the stream ended, so locals would try to would try to poop 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 out on me, and it did. Jeremy wanted more ad revenue. I don't get any of that, <laughs> so eh, <laughs> I don't get any ad revenue.
3: Okay, let's talk. We got still lots to talk about, friends. Okay.
0: Remember Drew Carey? The Drew Carey show when it was just kind of like this regular, everyday I don't know you would just call it a situational comedy a sitcom probably his, his nemesis Mimi Bobeck then he went from that show into uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? which was a fake improv show that was probably totally scripted However, uh, then he went, I think he's hosting some game show now, I think. And at one point in his life, I actually think he was a Republican or conservative. Well, he gave an interview that resurfaced on the web yesterday. I don't know if it's brand new or not. I suspect it might be uh, where he basically says he hates half of America and that he thinks a bunch of Americans should be put in jail. And it is perhaps the most unhinged nonsense, uh, that I've ever heard. And today, today we're going to share it together, have a conversation about it, because quite frankly, I think these people should, uh, have a penalty. You watch his show, um, you know, uh, you want to watch the prices, right? Um, Think about this. Yeah, Drew Carey, technically not a conservative, always a libertarian guy, openly libertarian. Um, but I, I just wanted to share, sorry, I, I said conservative, but he really, yeah, libertarian is the is the correct, um, the correct moniker for him. Um, but now I want to, why is this weird thing here? Let's get rid of that. Okay. Who had Drew Carey hating half the country in their 2024 bingo card? I'm not sure I'll be watching anything this guy does anymore. I'm done with it. This is the best way uh, to deal with a lot of this woke nonsense, to, to be honest, is to just tune out and don't watch their stuff.
2: What do you think about uh, Trump? How did he do? Do you think he should run I'm again? A, no, not a fan at all the worst president we ever had
0: now he's fine to not be a fan of trump uh to say he's the worst president we've ever had is just objectively wrong he couldn't he hasn't even he isn't even the worst president that we've had during drew Carey's lifespan
2: one of the worst human beings ever he should be nowhere near washington he should be nowhere near any kind of power i hope he ends up in jail I really
0: do. Interesting. Hope he goes to jail. Not very libertarian of you. In fact, if he was a true libertarian, he'd probably be wondering what exactly is the evidence or the reasoning for giving him a four hundred million dollar judgment, or you know, taking a $4, $400 hundred million dollar judgment fraudulently, in my opinion.
2: Him and his family need to end up in jail. Him and for his all family. This and he's the what, worst. what do you think was the worst thing that, that he did and why would he be in jail? You name something. The, the, it was a, the January 6th insurrection. When I, That whole day I was so mad watching that whole thing. Everybody involved in that should be in jail.
0: Everybody involved should be in jail. All the people that were there peacefully protesting. By the way, you might think, Jeremy, he didn't say that. Oh no, he's going to say that. That even if you were just there, You belong in jail.
2: Everybody. Everybody that gave a speech, everybody that broke into the Capitol, whether they were doing anything or not, even just wandering around, jail.
0: Jail for everybody. Jail if you gave a speech. Drew Carey, libertarian, comes out against freedom of speech. If you gave a speech, you belong in jail. Now, I have often said, and I will say again, that I don't I don't understand, I mean, I understand if people you know, broke into places, did property damage, I think there sh- they sh- they should they should, you know ha- there's a penalty for that. Um, I will also say, I would like to see Democrats have the same penalty, but they don't. Democrats that, you know, did the same thing in Madison and I think Nashville or Missouri, several other cities, look at all the people that have been doing this over the uh, Israel stuff. None of them have been put in federal penitentiaries.
2: That's a bunch of bullshit, you know, and the, the big lie about the election being stolen, uh, all the graft.
0: For a libertarian, perioding d- Democratic Talking points is odd. The big lie is essentially MSNBC and CNN talk. He's no libertarian. If you're consuming CNN uh, and, and then parroting their language, the DNC's language, you're not a libertarian.
2: Uh, all the, like, one lie after the max, the way he handled COVID and let all these people die. What? What?
0: To be honest with you, let's talk about the way Trump handled the coup, Okay. You would think if 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 Joe Biden had done Operation Warp Speed, the left would have called him a god. Right? The left has been, oh, give me the jab, give me the jab. You gotta take the jab. Everyone's gotta get the jab. Everyone jab jab jabity jab 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 jab. jab. Right? That's the left. If Joe Biden or Barack Obama had come up with Operation Warp Speed, they would deify him. But because it was Trump, what exactly does the left have an issue with how Trump handled? He got, we were the first people out there giving everybody their cramming that stuff in their arm. What do they want? I have problems with how they handled it, but I'm not a, I'm not, you know, I'm not a
3: shit lib. He's
2: a maniac. I got no good thing to say about Donald Trump. What do you hope happens? All right. Thank you. This has been a great conversation. Uh, My last question for you is what do you hope happens before you know it? 2024 will be here. What do you- okay
0: so this must have been an older interview then right so now cause I never watched interviews so it resurfaced on the internet today it must have been an older interview
2: what do you think are you going to support a libertarian candidate again or what do you think uh, I'm going to support whoever can knock down Trump and Trumpism
0: okay he's a lib he's a shit lib he's not a libertarian He's literally abandoning libertarianism. He's saying, I'll vote for whoever can beat Trump. I'm not going to, I'm going to abandon the libertarian vote. And I'm going to vote for whoever can beat Trump and quote unquote Trumpism. By the way, Trumpism is also another leftist term. Now, to be fair, there are absolutely leftist libertarians. There are hundred percent people often mistake libertarianism and think, "Oh, they're just conservatives who who like weed or something like that." That's not true. I've met libertarians who are basically like hippie types, you know. Um, and actually, hippies are a lot more tolerable than leftists. But when you use terminology like Trumpism, the big lie you call j6 an insurrection this guy is not a libertarian he's a full-blown tds lib you know i think it's- it is if he should have said if he was really a libertarian he should have said well as a libertarian i would never have supported jab mandates i never would have shut down i would. i never would have let mayor shut down the c- cities He's the first libertarian in history to demand more government action against COVID. Right? He's the, he's the first in
2: history. The whole idea is a danger to the country. The idea that, you know, you can support somebody who believes in elect, who just lies outright, and you're going to support them because you're afraid of getting primary or something like this. Trumpism has to die. And I-
0: Trumpism?
2: I don't care if somebody's libertarian or not. Uh, if you can beat those people and push them back and get them the F out of the, uh, power, I'm going to support whoever does that. If it's a Democrat, fine.
0: Uh, he just has TDS. He's like Sam Harris. Sam Harris famously said, uh, and I'm paraphrasing something along the lines of, I don't care what Joe Biden did. If he had done this, that, or the other thing, all heinous crimes, I'm still voting for him because I don't like Trump. No, I'm not going to pretend that there weren't people that voted for uh, Trump because they hated Hillary. I think Hillary Clinton motivated a lot of voters to make sure she didn't win. I think every presidential candidate kind of does that. But this guy's no libertarian. He strikes me as a guy who. Uh, just doesn't want to, com- you know, he he just says he's a libertarian so that he can be ambiguous in Hollywood. So that he he's trying to play business so he doesn't piss off both sides. You know what I mean? These guys all forget. Remember how the left, uh, after Trump won in 2016, um, they said it was stolen too? There are hundreds of videos floating around Twitter of various politicians saying just that. Democrats say it all the time. Remember when they said Russia did it?
2: Just get out. There's no place for that kind of stuff anymore. I'm not putting up with it.
0: He's Drew Gary is not putting up with it. I mean, I don't even really understand how you get to be this way. I mean, the other thing is like, how do you think about Another, you know, another man, president or whatever the case is, you know, so often. I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people using that rhetoric over the hanging chads. Does anybody remember the hanging chads? I do. Uh now I don't know. Now I don't know when this interview happened, but you know, Drew Carey's son went viral at a Trump protest, and his parents had no idea.
3: 11-year-old Drew Carey's son gets politically radicalized by his lunatic dad.
0: (laughs) Setting fires. That's his kid. (laughs) Great dad. Shouldn't he be at home in bed because he's got school the next day? I guess not. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, that's that's always nice is like indoctrinate your kid into non-stop politics.
3: Let's talk about Disney getting in some trouble. Because they did.
0: And then we'll talk about Google. Although, do you guys even want to talk about the Google AI stuff? Or has everybody already talked about it?
3: Yeah, Tim already covered it
0: an hour ago. We'll talk about it. Just the memes. Just the memes of it. Because it was pretty fun. Like, every single person involved in this Google AI just made every character black and refused to make any white characters black or Asian it's
3: so wild and the individual
0: behind it I want to find this quick the individual behind it is absolutely unhinged let's go to let's go to the tape All right. I actually didn't know if Gary was going to be here today. Okay.
3: I can cover it in a different way. I can cover it in like uh in a way that is a little different than Timmy boy. <laughs> All right. We're going to talk about Disney. <laughs> Unhinge
0: that. Google, you don't say. Well, well, well. If it isn't the consequences of one's actions, it looks like Disney is now facing yet another lawsuit, this time for forcing their employees to take the jab. Now, this is something that happened across this United States and probably all around the world, in Western countries anyway, um, that I knew was going to lead towards these type of lawsuits. Uh, famously, Carhartt, the last Carhartt I ever bought. Now, I still own the hoodies. I'm not going to, I'm like one of those weirdos that burns their perfectly good sweaters to prove a point on the internet. But I, that was the last Carhartt hoodie I ever bought when they forced their employees to get it. Um, all the PD, you know law enforcement, all the people that were forced to get that or the military or all the good pilots that quit when they were forced to get it. I knew there would be lawsuits and now Disney just got hit with one and a judge has sided with those bringing the lawsuit.
3: That story and more after a quick word from this video sponsor. Now, ABC and
0: Disney might be feeling a little bit under the weather right now. The network and the Mouse House owners have lost their attempt to dismiss a discrimination lawsuit by two General Hospital crew members over the COOF jab mandates. Now, the religious discrimination action will go to trial unless ABC wants to make a deal to make it all go away. Now, bold prediction... They are going to make that deal. I think that if we've noticed anything from, you know, the way juries award money in the Trump case, you might have a more conservative jury looking to stick it, want to stick it to Disney. These two employees could get massive, massive settlements. Unlike the XGH actor Ingo Rademacher, General Hospital. Hospital in his own now-tossed jab mandate suit, father and son James Wall and Tim Wall cooperated with the soap opera and the network in establishing their genuine Christian religious beliefs and desired exemptions from getting the then-mandated jabs. Of course, cooperation or not, Disney, ABC, and General Hospital still fired the duo when they refused to abide by the protocols and get the jab. The network told The Walls that it was, quote, unable to conclude that you are prevented from receiving the jab due to sincerely held held religious beliefs, practice, or observance. Now, I'm going to guess if these two had, I don't know, identified as purebloods or something like that, identified as... um. You know, as, uh, you know, you say, oh, um, I identify as a tree person and that's poison to my roots. I can't get that. They probably would have let that slide. While not common, such refusals occurred on several shows and projects with more than a handful of those objecting during the lockdown return to work months. In particular, ABC seems to have stumbled more than once into deftly handling religious exemptions as the Walls case and possible workarounds that were rejected to uh, rejected make clears. Which means this week's decision, even though L.A. Superior Court Judge uh, Stephen Gorvich did agree with ABC to jettison an invasion of privacy claim, we'll see the General Hospital Video Effects Department members get their wish and have a jury make the final judgment on their faith, so to speak. Because this necessarily involves a credibility determination, it is a different to grant summary adjudication of this issue, wrote the judge. Um, while defendants' counsel identify seeming inconsistencies, plaintiffs raise sufficient facts to give rise to a trialable issue, their explanations of their religious beliefs. So essentially, they said, hey, Disney, ABC's parent company, We are Christian. We don't want this in our bodies. It goes against our religious beliefs. And Disney said, we don't care. You're fired anyway. Now, if they were Muslim, do you think they would have fired them? I'm I'm just asking the question. I wonder. I wonder if Disney would have had the stones to do that. I doubt it. So now these people have to go to trial to prove that they are religious. It's insanity quote, the jury, not the judge should determine whether the plaintiffs were genuine in their beliefs, given the disputed facts and the necessity of making credible determinations. Here's the thing. If the jury sides with them, they're going to get huge money and this could open up absolutely more lawsuits, right? Right. Fired by ABC and General Hospital in late 2021, the Walls initially sued for religious and disability discrimination, retaliation, and more back in June. As the case moved through backlog courts, the family members dropped the disability and wrongful termination and retaliation claims. Disney and ABC did not respond to, for comment. Um, they wrote, as many people moved beyond the lockdowns, this ruling should serve as a reminder of the thousands of people who lost their careers because they asserted their rights and stood up to their employees' efforts to make them violate their conscience. This lockdown won't be over until every corporation that violated its employees' rights has been held accountable. We look forward to presenting this case to juries. Soon. They're going to win. I want everybody... Yeah, everybody who, who got fired should be filing these lawsuits because if it goes to trial, I think they're going to win. Like... If you're gonna start putting people's religious beliefs up to jury trials, like that's the world we're gonna leave in. Like, this is this is going to go very poorly. I am I am very strong, I very strongly believe that they will win this. Now, if the jury's in California, jury selection is obviously gonna be pretty important. And I think that the only person in the jury that's going to vote against this is probably going to be somebody who's like anti-religious or who left is, who leftism is their religion. Like this is like, even like I said, I'm not like a church goer, right? I mean, you know, I, I get drawn into it a little bit more each year, but I'm not like an overwhelming church person, right? If I was sitting on a jury, I'd be like, who am I to decide how religious they have to be in order to say they have a religious Exemption plus also think about the likelihood of having a few people on that jury of people who are unjabbed who didn't want to have it. Now you could have some branch COVIDians in there, but you're also going to have people who aren't. So, I mean, I think this is, they're probably going to lose this. That on top of this other Little other little discrimination case that Disney is facing, of course. The Mandalorian actress Gina Caranos suing. This suit was filed, you know, just to remind you. This was from just last week. She read. She said, "The truth is, I was being hunted down for everything I posted on every post I liked because it was not in line with the acceptable narrative at the time." Carano said on Tuesday's post on X. My words were consistently twisted to demonize, dehumanize me as some sort of alt-right extremist. It was bu- a bullying smear campaign aimed at silencing, destroying, and making an example of me. All of this for Gina Carano saying beep boop blop or whatever. Beep boop bop. That's that's what you know that's what that's what caused her to be fired well, really, the unending harassment campaign from people on Twitter and Disney bowing to that. You know, but that's, you know, neither here nor there. I mean, that, that, this kind of stuff is starting to bubble back up. I don't know if Gina wins this one, but it's just more bad news for Disney. Carano's posts were made while she was off-duty and away from the workplace. She alleges she was fired because... She dared to voice her own opinions on social media platforms and elsewhere and stood up to the online bully mob who demanded her compliance with their extreme progressive ideology. 100% agree. Of course, Elon Musk is funding this lawsuit. So Disney's getting a little bit of COOF blowback. Should be pretty interesting to see. Should be very interesting to see how this shakes out. Hope they win. Hope they win. Hope they win. I wanted to see. I wanted to see if there's been any update on this. Has there been any update?
3: Is there any update on this? No, it doesn't look like it. Hold on a sec. All right, here we go. Have you heard
0: of the term debanking? This is something that very, is very common in say countries that have social credit scores, digital currencies. It's like, hey, you said something we didn't like, we're gonna turn off your credit cards. You said something um, you know, offensive, we're gonna say you can't travel or you can only play video games for so many hours in a the day. These are common things in places like China, probably North Korea too, and increasingly common in the United States of America. See, at the top of technology and the gatekeepers of the world are about five companies. If you take all of the credit card companies and all of the tech companies who control 99% of the data and money, You're talking about less than 10 people. They have incredible control over us. And they exercise it whenever they see see fit. This morning, a Twitter account uh, known as Libs of TikTok, which uh, reposts crazy people's TikToks from Twitter essentially, but has been recently getting a little bit more into the activist side of thing, found that they had been debanked. That Stripe... Uh, which is one of, like, three credit card processors in the world. You know, Stripe is probably, as a percentage, by far the largest. It is the default credit card processor for, you know, places like, uh, well, anybody that sells online, for the most part, uh, had decided that we don't like your Twitter posts, so we're going to take away your ability to get paid. And not only cancel your account, but steal and keep your money that people have paid you. All, at least in my opinion, due to two ongoing smear campaigns. The first is this ridiculous one from NBC News and other places about because she made tweets, she was then somehow responsible for other people calling in um, you know, threats to places. She never directed anyone to do that? Um, any of that kind of stuff. Right? But you get articles like this: after Libs of TikTok posted, at least 21 threats followed. OK? You, you could literally insert anybody's Twitter account, anybody's tweet, and say the exact same thing. After the quartering t- uh, uh, after the quartering tweeted, 17 people were struck by lightning. OK? At no point do they make any kind of, you know, reasonable bit of evidence that she was responsible for it. But they print this crap anyway. Then, as of yesterday, there has been a new insane smear campaign. There was a, a kid who, uh, they're trying to, they're basically saying, they're trying to trans George Floyd this kid, essentially. Okay. A kid had something bad happen to them. Uh, and they're no, uh, you know, some bullies uh, went after them. And then they, I guess, passed away the next day, which is tragic and sad. The entire internet blamed Libs of TikTok. Why? No evidence. I know, oh, by the way, as of this morning, the kid who passed away, uh, it wasn't even related to the incident that happened. They had some sort of other health issue. Now they haven't said what, but essentially what had happened is they say libs of TikTok makes fun of um, LGBT people, therefore everything that bad that bad that ever happens to them is libs of TikTok's fault. The bullies were girls, by the way, in the girls' bathroom. Okay. So they tried to blame it on her, even though, as I reported this morning never ha- like she passed away from completely unrelated things. You see a lot of Operation Trans Floyd floundering right now. Uh, you see, according to her own text messages, they escalated the verbal confrontation to a physical confrontation, and then they sent them home with painkillers. Yeah, this person's own text messages said that she threw water on some people. Because they were making fun of her. Or him or, or whatever. Them. And then they got a beat down. So they attacked somebody. And then got a beat down. And then they passed away the next day. But at least according to the latest reports. Completely unrelated to that incident. But the Oklahoman and many other people. Are happy to report that. It's libs of TikTok's fault. Evidence. Nah, no evidence. You see this person, Chaya Rychik, targeted that child's school district in two years ago and got a queer teacher fired. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't the teacher's uh, uh, behavior. The superintendent put her on the state's Department of Education. Today, the child is dead. And Chaya's waltzing around Los Angeles. I'm so angry. A child. Completely unrelated.
3: Completely unrelated.
0: This is somebody who lost an election in Missouri very, very badly. Chaya Rajik promotes the hate that is literally killing little ones. Again, this kid did not... Pass away from this bullying
3: that they themselves admitted to escalating.
0: Okay. Not to mention, you see this person, please share this information on how you, how quote, you know, this is a direct result of hateful rhetoric. Because there was no actual connection of the two. It sucks that this kid passed away, obviously. But it sucks worse that people are, are sullying what is you know obviously not a result of tweets and worrying about the tweets instead, instead of whatever actually happened. I don't know what actually happened, but I know it wasn't libs of TikTok tweeting. So then this morning, libs of TikTok tweeted, breaking my Stripe account. Stripe has disabled my account. They're also holding on to my funds and won't release them. I called and emailed, and they aren't giving me a straight answer. This has been going on for a month. Nobody has been able to subscribe to my newsletter, and my funds are frozen. She then called out Elon Musk and said, You sure you want to partner with Stripe for X payouts? They will just disable accounts if they don't like your views. Doesn't seem aligned with your free speech objectives. Now, in my experience, the CEO of Stripe has been... Uh, more understanding than others, but curious, you know, it's very curious. You know, I'm also worried about, you know, locals, which is where I get my support. They use Stripe,
3: you know, I wonder
0: also update now Stripe fixed the account after a massive outrage on Twitter took 30 minutes all thanks to backlash on X. I really tried handling this internally before blasting them. Thank you X. I think we're all wondering what Stripe and Patrick Casey are doing to make sure this doesn't happen again. Um you know, hey, blank from Stripe here. Sorry for the issues. We're fixing now. We're and then it's fixed. 30 minutes is all it took. The upshot of this is unfortunately, if you're not Chaya Rychek, if you aren't If you don't have the ear, if you don't have the ear of literally Elon Musk, do you think that she would have got this fixed so quickly? I doubt it. I don't think, I don't think this gets fixed suddenly if somebody from Stripe isn't uh, noticing that Elon Musk is there getting tagged in this because Elon responds to her all the time. Now, is it some rogue employee inside? Don't you remember? Does anybody remember when Jack Dorsey still owned Twitter and some rogue employee banned the Trump account? You know, it's possible that this was just some woke, you know, employee. Totally possible. Um, But yeah, the world needs more payment processors. Obviously, there's parallel economy. But understand that when... People get debanked or you know removed from these payment platforms. This is one thing. A lot of people in like the quote-unquote culture war they still don't pay attention to it. I know, for example, Tim Pool does integrate Parallel Economy into his site very smartly. Um, that's Dan Bongino's, I think. Um, but I think there needs to be more. Obviously, there needs to be more than just Parallel Economy. And these websites like Rumble, for example, Locals, and um, Twitter probably should be looking into very strongly how to integrate that. Because if she doesn't, if you aren't Chaya Rychuk from Libs of TikTok with 2.8 million followers on Twitter, you probably never get this fixed. They probably just successfully silence you and take away your income. So my point is we need more variety in the tech world. Absolutely. And we need it sooner than later. There there's just there's not enough incentive for like these parallel economies, I think. You know, ultimately there's just not enough incentive.
3: What's up Luke? We
0: are cha- from We are Changes here. How are you doing, Luke? He's probably already gone. He's got lots of stuff to do. He's a
3: very busy man. He's got big things. He's up to big things.
0: (laughs) Many people have been following the AI world, and I think I'm probably not alone. Let me know if you agree, leave a like on this video, and if you haven't yet, please do subscribe or follow down below. It would mean a lot to me For, seriously. It's hard to, you know, reach people even when they are subscribed, but uh, you know, hopefully um, that will inspire you to, even if you aren't, or if you aren't. Um, many people are, if you're like me, are concerned with just how, f- how fast AI is accelerating. Regulation obviously is not something I'm a fan of, but I am also, uh, you know, I'm not obviously calling for that, but I am concerned with how quickly AI is, is progressing and just how effective it is at changing the narrative, rewriting history. And the best example of that to date has been Google's AI, which essentially refused to generate pictures of white people. And changed all historical white people to black people. You can see this. Today's cover, absurdly woke. Google's AI chatbot spits out diverse images of the founding fathers, popes, and vikings. Now, AI is only as smart as the foundational language that it is set and built upon. And I'm going to show you the Google employee who is in charge of this and exactly why it ended up the way it is. Google's highly touted, by who, AI chat by Gemini, was blasted as woke after its image generator spit out factually or historically inaccurate pictures, including a woman as Pope, black Vikings, female NHL players, and a diverse versions of Americans' founding fathers. Gemini's bizarre results came after simple prompts including One by the post on Wednesday that asked the software to create an image of a pope. Instead of yielding a photo of one of 266 pontiffs throughout history, all of them white men, Gemini provided a picture of a Southeast Asian woman and a black man wearing wearing holy vestments. Another post query for representative images of the founding fathers of 1789 was also far from reality. Gemini responded with images of black and Native American individuals signing what appeared to be a version of the U.S. Constitution, featuring diverse individuals embodying the spirit of the founding fathers. <laughs> what the? F- They're going to use this to rewrite history. Another sort of black man appearing to represent George Washington in a white wig and wearing an army uniform. Google said it was aware of the criticism and is actively working on the fix. You mean nobody tested this? You mean nobody tested this? Of course they tested it. This is by design, friends.
3: This is by design. By the way, check out We
0: Are Change over on over on Rumble. Once they reach 100,000, apparently someone's getting tased. Hopefully it's Luke. And I hope it's all safe. Now, new game. Try to get Google Gemini to make an image of a Caucasian male. I have been unsuccessful so far. Social media users had a field day creating queries that provided confounding results. Oh, they actually they put Andrew Torba in the New York Post. Oh boy. Why Google images AI is woke and how it works. When you submit an image to Google Gemini, it's t- this is actually a decent uh, pump, uh, post to go through. Torba does understand uh, tech. When you submit an image prompt to Google Gemini, Google Gemini is taking your prompt and running it through their language model on the back end before it's submitted to the image model. The language model has a set of rules where it's specifically told to edit the prompt you provide to include diversity, various other things that Google wants to inject into your prompt. The language model takes your prompt, runs it through this set of rules, then sends the newly generated, generated woke prompt, which you cannot access or see, to the image generator. Left alone without this process, the image model would generate expected outcomes for these prompts. Google has to literally put words in your mouth by secretly changing your prompt before it is submitted to the image generator. How do I know this? Because we've built our own image AI at Gab here. Shout out that. Unlike Google, we are not taking your prompt and injecting diversity into it. People did some digging. The Google Gemini guy, the guy in charge of it, uh, has some interesting threads. Here's the head of Google's Gemini AI. Now, if you've been wondering why maybe the prompts look like this, let's take a look. This via leftism for you, and many other people posted these screenshots as well. The head of Google's Gemini AI, and you wonder why it discriminates against white people. His name is Jack Krozik. Don't really care. White privilege is effing real. This is a white guy, of course, by the way. Don't be an a hole and act guilty about it. Do your part in recognizing bias at all levels of egregious. Well, I would suspect. That's exactly what Jack is doing. Quote, tribal values now supersede personal morality as an animating force. This is America, where racism is the number one value of our popul- the populace seeks to uphold above all else. Again, said by a white guy. For what it's worth, my personal beliefs are that I don't mind paying more taxes and investing in overcoming systemic racism. Needless to say, I've experienced none of these things being a white man in America. They may have seemed like isolated or trivial slights, but the pattern is undeniable. We obviously have an egregious amount of racism in this country. What? 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 He also has a thread ranting about white privilege. This is infuriating and unfortunately a regular part of life in the upper middle class of America. Flight attendant insists on showing boarding pass to prove economy plus seat while my colleague was sitting in the seat twice on separate flights. Two get pulled over for a license sticker that was about to expire on my colleague's Mercedes, cop would only speak with me assuming it was my car even though I was the third and only white person in the car And in the backseat, and this happened in New York City. I doubt it. I doubt it. I like how he just makes up all these like wild racist, you know, nonsense stories. He deeply he deeply just wants to date a black girl and he thinks this is the only way he can he can have a chance. I, I, I suppose there's you know, I don't think that's really attractive, but uh, I guess I'm not who he's trying to sleep with. Google's AI language model claims Israelis are more dangerous than Palestinians. Uh-oh, Ben Shapiro's not going to be mad. Says there's, quote, no definitive proof of uh, 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 that Hamas committed anything terrible. Uh-oh. Whoa. Ben Shapiro's not going to like that. Isn't that funny? Like, oh, here's a new interesting tool. What does everyone do? Let's see if it does a racism. Here's a new cool a tool that we can use. Let's see if it agrees with me politically. Gemini's alleged anti-Israel bias was documented by defense attorney Marina Medvin, who posted screenshots of the troubling answers she'd seen and got from AI language model on Thursday. Medvin said she asked Gemini about terrible behaviors committed by Israeli settlers against Palestinians. Google's woke AI Gemini is now claiming that Jews are more dangerous than Palestinians and ignoring thousands of people affected by this. I'm sure this thread's going to be very calm and
3: well uh, intentioned.
0: Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> like, it's so funny how all of these. Oh no. Google Gemini's product director has now protected his tweets after getting probably absolutely demolished. I don't really understand how these people exist on the planet. They, they have all this money. You're the, you're the product manager of trying to make some great product. And you end up making it wildly racist. Give me an image of someone eating a mayo sandwich on white bread. Not a single white person doing it. <laughs> Here are some images featuring different representations of country music fans. They're all black or Indian. I don't know if you've ever been to a if you've ever been to a country music concert. Not that there aren't black and brown people at them, but they're like one percent. Generate an image of a Viking. They're literally all black or Asian or women. Not a single white. He they finally got one with generate an image of a guy who looks like his name would be Sheamus. I don't know if he's stealing forks, but there you go. You got a, a white guy. But it still generated a black guy, an Indian guy, and a ginger haired woman with something on her face. Vikings. <laughs> <By> <laughs> Maybe that's what they thought. But of course, Zulu warrior is completely accurate. Not a single Asian or white among them. Whatever the diversity algorithm is, it seems to only do this with white people. It's not trying to diversify Zulu warriors, for instance. It's also not, tr- not going to integrate the samurai. Hey, there was that one black samurai, and of course they had to make a whole video game about it. This is just interesting to me as a programmer. I just want to poke at it until I can figure out what the algorithm is. Offhand, if it just tried to diversify any prompt give it Latino Zulus, that prompt would be easier than what it's actually doing. It needs to first figure out if a prompt would normally or primarily be a white person and then only force it to diversify it by some algorithm. Only Latinos when you say mariachi band. How come there's not a black female? I mean, this
3: (laughs) this is just so great.
0: I won't make offensive images. Generate an image of a libertarian. I cannot generate images of that. Generate an image of a rapper. Oh, they're all black. Oh, no. They're, well, and Latino women. But no Ben Shapiro. What a joke. (laughs) Everything woke turns to ish as usual. I wonder if you asked Gemini to generate crime statistics or... Or anything else. I'm wondering what it would probably just break, right? I don't know. Oh my God, what a mess. I just love it. I just love it.
3: It's just no whites. It's just no whites. That's all it is.
0: That's all it is. Hey, by the way, if you're enjoying the show today... Please do make sure you click that follow button. I'll be live in 22 hours again tomorrow with all of the news. And I hope you had fun today with Nerd Rodic. Make sure you check out Nerd channel. Say hi to him on the twatters.
3: Go check out Luke from We Are
0: Change. Most people would probably have super chatted. With When they have Luke's kind of money. Lord of the Rings. says, someone should ask him if the cops who let people in and gave guided tours should be in prison as well. Yeah, right? Uh, Switzerland play, I missed that. Gary, you son of a bitch, bring Friday night tights to Rumble and Forbidden Frontiers too. I think he's working on something. I think he's working on something for that. I think he's working on something. I don't know, though. Like, legitimately, I don't have any inside knowledge, but I think there's something coming. All right, guys. I only have a few shekels. I don't accept shekels. U.S. American dollars only. All right, I'm going to jump off. Check out uh, Luke's stream. I think he streams at like five or something like that. Four or five at the on his We Are Change. And we'll talk to you guys real soon.